Welcome to the 40-year-old Bond Virgins do David Lynch Movies Podcast. This meeting is being recorded. Oh, that was a that nice was level. Super loud this end. Was it? Oh, it was yeah. very quiet here. Huh. Crazy. Oh. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, I'm good. Well, I'm Not good. Well. I'm Ill. You're good? Ill. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was super ill yesterday with like mm. really bad throat, sinus, all on my left side, my left sinus, my left tonsil. Okay. And a shooting headache in my left temple. Mm. Now I'm just really wheezy and tired. Can but I'm all right. How are you? No, I did a test. Well, so I did a test and it came up negative, mm. but the tests are about a year out of date. So we're not, we don't know. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, guys came around last night for movie night, so I was quite hungover this morning, but I saw. kind of gotten over. We watched uh, Gate 2 and <laughs> Big Bus. And what? Big Bus. What's Big Bus? It's um, a terrible movie from our childhood. It's basically like Aeroplane, but on a bus. Okay. Huh. I've never heard of it. 1976. Yeah. Don't bother watching this. It's terrible. Okay. I've just Googled bog bus. <laughs> I mean, it's not even... Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll look for this later because all I'm getting is bus tours. We had to pay for that movie as well. Oh. God damn. Mm. One of the things I am kind of enjoying about this series of films is that they're just all long things that I can watch. I'm not having to pay for any of these. Yeah, I mean, this one was on um, Netflix, I think, wasn't it? I watched this one on Amazon. I mean, shall we get into it? How did you watch it this week? How did you watch it this week? (laughs) Well, I'll tell you how I watched it this week. (laughs) So after the last podcast, I said I was going to watch Dune directly afterwards. I put it on and... um, Within the first 10 minutes, it felt like my life force was being drawn out of my body. Oh. Because um, of the film. So I, I uh-huh. had to turn it off. I really, I really felt uh-huh. like it was going to kill me. So I turned it off <laughs> okay. and uh, went and watched something else instead upstairs. Then uh, about a week later, I tried it again and watched the first hour and had enough. And then uh, I watched the second hour the following day, mostly in... Uh, shock the okay. i've i've written stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's mostly just points and i've done like an exaggerated plot to read out because okay i don't know about you but it, it barely made any sense to me this film even though it's heavily explained in the beginning okay okay well let's let's come on to that i'll tell you how i watched it <laughs> how did you watch it so i watched it on amazon i watched it in bed yesterday morning because I was so ill I couldn't right. even get I didn't even get out of bed until four o'clock I think um okay. so yeah laid in bed watched it on the laptop did it all in one go mm. that my friend is how I watched it <laughs> um, stats who's doing stats this week is it me I got the stats if you haven't got them 
I've got some stats, just not all of them, but you go for it. Let's hear those stats come on Amazon. Okay, um, we've got IMDb at 6.3. I agree. We've got Rotten Tomatoes at 44%. Oh. That, that is low. It is low. Amazon 4.3. Okay, yeah, fair dues. Do you want to hear a couple of Amazon reviews? Yeah. Right, I have got, this is from Mike. He reviewed it in November 2021. Hmm. He says that the title is A Worthy Watch to Introduce You, introduce, oh my God, introduce you to the Mad World of Dune. I've watched this movie many times over the years. It's a tricky watch as the scenes appear to be quite disjointed at times and you need to watch it several times over to make sense of it. The original Frank Herbert novel is huge and I've never put in the time to read it. However, with the advent of the new Dune movie in 2021, I took the opportunity to listen to the Audible adaptation and then re-watch the 1984 movie to understand more about this film. I'll not spoil anything, but I do now understand the challenge that faced the producers and the directors of the 19. 19- 84 film in trying to get across the main narrative of the story in just over two hours of movie time. Most, if not all, of the main scenes in the film and the dialogue is true to the book. The narration at the beginning of each chapter now makes some sort of sense, but re-watching the movie over and over won't highlight this. You'll just need to read or listen to the book too. Loads of 80s actors in this film. You'll know many, if not all of them, depending on your vintage. Overall, overall a good watch for sci-fi movie fans. It looks very much of its time, but to be fair, it's pretty close to the book in that... So it appears that the book is dated, not the film. There's a change to the final scene in the film that differs from the book that shows that even in 1984, some of the background to the story and the reasons for war were extremely dated. Have a watch, have a read and form your own opinion. I loved it. Hmm. The second one I'm going to uh, read to you is from KM. 2022, March. Two stars, this review. At every opportunity, a character will think exposition allowed to explain what has just (laughs) happened. Almost unwatchable, except for really good costuming. Example, Paul watches someone get stabbed and die. Paul thinks aloud, that's a poisoned blade. He does. Is that her review? And I think that's it. That's it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The whispering to themselves thing was um, an interesting choice. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. (laughs) Anyway. Um... Okay. Good reviews. Thank you. I thought, I, yeah, I think there was some balance there. Some balance. Now, as you watched it on Amazon, did you review it? I haven't yet, but I may well do actually. Let's. We could just do, do a link to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we we have to do that. I guess. I don't know. We should do that. Yeah. Okay. We should do that for all of them. <laughs> yeah. Spooky girl. Yeah. Let me set that up. Do you remember the question? Oh, I well, I didn't. I've just had to read it, and then I was like, "What does this even mean?" Okay. <laughs> Is Ian Hart actually Helen Ryan? Is Ian Hart actually Helen Ryan? That's a tough question. On the one hand, they have different names, different birth dates, and different careers. On the other hand, they are both actors, and actors are known for their ability to transform into different people. So, is it possible that Ian Hart is actually Helen Ryan in disguise? It's certainly not impossible. After all, she's a very good actress. One way to find out would be to ask Ian Hart himself. But be careful what you ask. 
is a very good actor, and he might not be able to resist giving you a false answer. Another way to find out would be to do a DNA test. But that would be pretty invasive. And even if you got a positive result, it wouldn't necessarily mean that Ian Hart and Helen Ryan are the same person. It could just mean that they are very close relatives. Or, you could just accept the mystery. After all, life is more fun when there are still some unanswered questions, isn't it? Maybe Ian Hart and Helen Ryan are the same person, but they're both figments of my imagination. Spooky girl is out, yo. <laughs> she was on point tonight. You <laughs> thought she wouldn't be able to come up with a good answer to this question. Did you yeah, actually thought... manipulate that a lot? Yeah, quite a bit. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's very straightforward, but um, I tweaked it a bit. I mean, the, the simplest thing to do that she didn't suggest is just invite them to the same room together. Yeah. That'd be such an easy way. That'd be less intrusive than asking them to do a <laughs> DNA test. <laughs> I think DNA test would be uh, better, conclusive. What, than getting them in the same room together? I think that would be mm. pretty conclusive. I don't know, because they could just be her imagination. <laughs> I do like that kind of existential <laughs> parting thought from her. Yeah. That was... <laughs> what if we are a figment of Spooky Girl's imagination? It's totally possible, isn't it? Fucking hell. <laughs> that was a good one. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, not too bad. So what I've done is a, like a little extended plot thing to mm-hmm. kind of explain what the hell is happening in this movie because a lot happens not much of it is interesting um and in the first 10 minutes of the movie there's so much information thrown at you most of all by people just sitting in front of the camera and telling you uh-huh. um <laughs> but i read the plot <laughs> i think i think yeah just just read out keep it snappy and then we'll just yeah. discuss our feelings on it okay and I've got, and then I've written down some key scenes that I'd like to talk about, not because um, uh, of the scenes themselves, but I just found certain bits interesting. Okay, but, all right. I tell you what, before you do go into it, then I just yeah. need to tell you something. Mm. Really loved this film. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I really loved it, and I really liked the talking to the. Ca- I liked the talking to the camera and explaining what was going on. I liked it when they said their thoughts out loud. That was really helpful. (laughs) First time I'd watched like an action film that I had any idea what was going on, just because they were blatantly making it clear. Telling you, making eye contact with you and telling you what's happening. Kelly, what's happened now? (laughs) He has fallen in love, okay? I loved it, Lee. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, as you were. Here's a plot. Okay. In the year 10191, the known universe is ruled by Emperor Shaddam. The most valuable substance in the universe is the spice melange, which is only found on the desert planet Arrakis, also known as Dune. Melange is an essential for interstellar travel and navigation, as well as extending human life and enhancing mental abilities. 
The Atreides family, led by Duke Leto Atreides, is entrusted with the stewardship of Arrakis by the by the Emperor. However, this is a trap set by the Emperor and his chief advisor, Baron. Was it Harkon? Hakonon? Hakonon? Something like that. Yeah, Baron, who does <laughs> who desired to eliminate the Atreides family and regain control of Arrakis. The Atreides arrive on June to begin. To, uh, and begin to establish themselves. And Leto is a fair and just ruler who quickly gains and respects uh, gains the respect of the Fremen, the native people of Dune. The Fremen are a fierce and independent people and have long been oppressed by the Baron dudes. The Baron dudes, meanwhile, were plotting to overthrow the Atreides. They launch a surprise attack on the Atreides stronghold and Leto is killed. However, his son, Paul Atreides, and Lady Jessica manage to escape into the desert. Paul and Jessica are rescued by the Fremen and they begin to live among them. Paul learns the ways of the Fremen and he begins to develop his own unique powers. He is also visited by visions of his mother who reveals to him that he is the, I don't know how they said this, but Kwisax Hadarash, which is the messiah who lead the Fremen into victory. Paul leads the Fremen into a rebellion against the Baron guys and the Emperor, he also uses his powers to control the sandworms, a giant, the giant creatures that inhabit the desert. In the end, Paul and the Fremen defeat the Baron guys and the Imperial forces, and Paul becomes the new ruler of Arrakis. That's lots of love. <sighs> That's the plot of the movie. Now, I mean, actually, you haven't just talked through that. There was loads there that I didn't actually understand had happened, and I still really <laughs> loved it. <laughs> okay. Now the bit that sucked my soul out, yeah, was this. A beginning <laughs> is a very delicate time. <laughs> know then that it is the year ten thousand one ninety one. Are you going to play the whole thing? The known universe <laughs> is ruled by the Padishah Emperor Shaddam the Fourth, <laughs> my father. It's so slow in as well. In this time, the most precious substance in the universe is the spice melange. I mean, you just said all this. Yeah, it goes on. Spice gas. Only and one on. planet in the end of prophecy. And on. And on. Also. And on. Oh, and, and there's a bit where she goes, oh, and by the way, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> why, why? Why? Why would... How is this any different to the start of Star Wars with like How all that scrolling text <laughs> that goes on forever? And you have to actually read yeah. it. Ah, because that's interesting. Whereas this is just talking about spice merchants. It was set in the well, but the whole film is about spice merchants, Lee. Yeah. Exactly. She has whereas Star Wars is about people stabbing each other up with it? laser swords. Oh, Lee, they were stabbing, there were shields, mm. there were books shields. What makes what I was I was trying not to give away. So I realised we had very different feelings when I sent you a text message watching it and I said, <laughs> whoa, because actually my I was loving it in the first five minutes and the cast was insane. I just loved that you had like the guy from Star Trek and the guy from Quantum Sleep yeah. in one scene together. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I Lee, whoa. And you're like, yeah, mate, it gets worse. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, we, okay, I'm not going to reply to this because we're having some different feelings. <laughs> And it just got better and better. I was laughing my head off. 
Yeah. It, you do uh, need to take into account I was very, very ill. Right, yeah. So that, that may have something some to do with it. Maybe. Maybe you just like it. I couldn't um, stomach it myself. It's got John Luke Picard in it. Yeah. Who um, is like a was... general, I suppose, something like that. He's a military yeah. leader of sorts. Yeah. Um, he turns up. His first scene, he tries to stab stab a kid up in, in his room, but they well, both put on these Lego block um, shields. <laughs> Lee, ridiculous. It didn't. It looked really cool. They weren't <laughs> Lego block shields. They were encased <laughs> in like these. It was like better than Superman when they all get pushed into the diamond thing that gets thrown into space. They, but did their whole you? Bodies were encased in these. When you watched ice that, shields. Did yeah. you understand what the shields did? Um, no. What did they do? Because the blades just, went through the them, shields, right? right? Well, I don't know. All I know was that he was teaching him to protect himself. Okay, because in the remake, it's yeah. Very simple. They show you, they explain why they've got those shields, basically. Oh, okay. They've got right. protective shields, I guess, to get like laser blasted and shot and stuff. But those special metal knives can cut through. So they have to learn this combat technique to defend themselves for close combat. Oh, uh, I see. But in so the new one, you can so actually many see layers. The I can learn so much more. <laughs> yeah. I am going to watch the new one. You should. It's really, it's it's a million times better than this one. Okay. And it's only See, half. I, of I don't it. like it. So the first half of the movie I knew because yeah. I've seen the remake, but the remake is only the first half. They're doing the second half. So they separate it into four hours, basically okay. spreading it okay. out. So so Jean Luc Picard, or so mm-hmm. I read, wasn't actually meant to be in this film. They right. really just thought he'd hired a different actor called Patrick Stewart. He didn't know he was getting this Patrick Stewart. <laughs> but I think he was quite good. And so Lynch is not proud of this film, I'm to no? understand. Okay. And people did not like this film then, no. now, ever. He refuses to have any kind of like connection with it now. He's deeply embarrassed and compromised the thing. So read something like, I didn't really understand it. I think were there two directors on this and he wasn't allowed the final cut, whereas with um What's the one we just did? Um, uh, Razor Head. What did we just do? Elephant Man. Oh no, who was the Mel Brooks one? Mel Brooks was Elephant Man. Elephant Man, yeah. Mel Brooks allowed David Lynch to like have the final cuts on it, even though he wasn't mm. know, the lead director or whatever. Right. Okay. But I felt like you could really see the Lynchy bits, the bits where your oh, stomach yeah. dropped and you felt a bit queasy from. Mm. It was like, oh, yep, there he is. There he is. Yeah, I love those it, bits. I loved all the scenes with the Baron. The Flying Baron was flying just Baron stuff reminded me of like uh, Brazil. Yes, Brazil, it was really. Um, it made me think of Baron Munchausen. Yeah, but it's the same. It's Terry Gilliam, isn't it? Gilliam. Yeah. I said it was like a mashup of where have I written it down? Neverending Story, Game of Thrones, Wizard of Oz. Like it was like all these different styles mashed up, but I quite enjoyed the pantomime of all of that. You didn't mm. know what you were going to get in the next scene. Nah, sure. I was expecting it to be like that first scene where she's doing all that talking and it's mm. all, 
Actaris and the planet known as Zerzada. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like that all the way through. And it'd be like, I've got to remember all these stupid names. And then the guy turns up and he's just called Paul. And I was like, oh, awesome. I can yeah. cope with a guy called Paul. <laughs> and then it just like, <laughs> and then it was just funny. Like the, the, the weird plugs in people's hearts, that bit where the Baron like, Mm, covers himself in some kind of goo and then like pulls the (laughs) plug out of someone's heart and then just starts sucking it that Mm. wasn't even anything to do with spice right that was just no he just loves it yeah um well i know i'll tell you who was loving that scene sting sting bloody loved everything in the whole film his eyebrows were up and down the whole way through (laughs) he was coked off his face wasn't he he was just like i don't think he knew he was in that film he was tense, yeah. <laughs> yeah. His jaw was tight. Yeah, yeah. He was off his face. He looked exactly the same in Quadrophenia. Yeah, yeah, You can only yeah. do one face. I think that's probably the only two things. Is there anything else? I don't feel like there's cinnamon anything else. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had to explain. Jolie ended up watching it with me. I was wow. trying to explain to her that he's the guy that sings Roxanne because she really likes that song. She's like, uh, hold up, what? Sorry? all right well i got a few scenes written down yeah in kind of order i don't know if you want to talk about anything in particular but i'm just gonna mention some of them uh i noted down that i guess it's the emperor's guards bringing in the alien at the beginning no it's the emperor they're visiting so i guess it's baron's guards turn up in big giant black puffer jackets that actually yeah. were quite fashionable a couple of years ago yeah true roll a giant alien into the chamber to talk to the emperor who ordered the house of Trades to take over arrakis and run the spice mining so that alien as far as i could tell was in charge of folding space with spice through that giant golden gate in space is that right i don't know look i don't know I enjoyed it. I didn't understand it. I enjoyed it. I would just quite like that he was like a big hanging sacky bag of skin. But then he had a tiny little beak mouth. Mm. And he was loving that That's all I really, yeah. That's all I really took from that. So so what's your query, sorry? Was he in charge of space folding for everyone? Yeah. Like a a gatekeeper of some kind? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm saying that I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Then I've got uh, John Luke Picard, the guy from Quantum Leap, and a um, guy with massive eyebrows come into a room oh, to yeah. attack attack a young Agent Cooper with a knife. Yeah. It's the only thing that can cut through their personal force fields that doesn't really come up again for Agent Cooper throughout the film unless I missed it, which is very possible. No, I don't think it, no, you never see <laughs> no. those jackets no. again. <laughs> and then the next one we've already mentioned, the big guy floating around in a room sucks the blood yep. out of a man's heart, Sting's loving it. <laughs> yep. In that scene, in that yeah. scene, also is is what I'm going to put into our notable food column. Um, that is May. So Sting's mate, I forget his name, Blammer or something. Hmm. Um, he gets like he. Um, I thought it was a bug, but maybe it was a maybe it was a spice pod after all. He puts it in like a glass container and squashes it down. Oh yeah, and then sucks it up a tube. It looked like the the, the blood of a bug. Yeah, it that was good. I like yeah. that. And it was like in a vape or something. Yeah, I kind of, um, if raw insects tasted nice that way, I'd probably be well up for it, to be honest. Did you think it was an insect? Because I thought it was an insect. And then later it was some, thought, oh, something that was, was alive, but I don't know what okay. it was. Because yeah. it kind of like 
like did a mini scream. It's kind of like yeah, like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Right, I'm putting that in for food references then. Young Agent Cooper fights a flying poison needle in his bedroom. Oh yeah, I like that scene. And then I put these fucking whisperings getting on my nerves. I loved his whispering. So he couldn't move even if he's even his eyes could he while this floating poison needle was trying to find him floating around the room, and all he had was his inside voice. He's like. I can't move my eyes. It will see me. I can't let it get through the door. It will attack someone else. And it just keeps going and going. Only I could just move slightly to the left and then I could perhaps <laughs> catch it. Yeah. I loved it. Mm. Picard runs onto the battlefield during the war holding a pug dog. Oh, no, he didn't. He had a little. Is that when they see each other and they go, oh my God, it's you? No. Oh, okay. He's, like, he's literally running into battle oh. at, before they lose. Um, before they lose the the fight and against uh, the Baron guys, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, Google it. Maybe it was a snap. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, well, I actually read up on it. It's actually the royal dog, and it's in a few different scenes, but I didn't notice it until. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's running. He's running <laughs> through the battlefield holding his pug and a pistol. Didn't spot that. At all. <laughs> Alf and Quantum Leap get stabbed up. By the uh, the Baron's goons, which is a little bit harsh, and he does some whispering while he's falling to the ground. <laughs> I like the thumper system. There's, there's these giant sandworms uh, that stop people like entering the desert, basically. And they have, what they do is they have these like um, little thumper units. They dig into the sand and they make vibrations, so the worms go after those instead of the people. I thought that was clever. I, like I thought all of the, the the spice mining setup was quite was interesting. Mm. So, had you had any idea that the whole of the Beetlejuice outside the front door thing was was June? No, not at all. Like I had, I always thought it was different from the rest of the film. It always felt like a very weird element. Yeah, yeah. No, bizarre, and it's it's it? not as if it's even like influenced. <laughs> it is June. It is yeah. literally lifted. It's like talking about June. What's what? Why? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Bizarre. Absolutely Maybe you ran out of ideas. Strange. Okay. <laughs> the original movie, sorry, the remake movie that I've seen, I saw before this, obviously cuts off halfway. You don't really get to see any taming of worms or oh. thumpers Let and stuff them. like that. There might have been something at the end. I can't remember. So I was quite surprised when they start riding the worms and taming yeah. them <laughs> in the desert. You were like, this is just like Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah. And the last thing I got is uh, he's now, with the power of the spice that he's been hail- inhaling over in the desert, he, when he gets back into power, or as he's fighting his way back into power, he's got this like commanding voice that could basically <laughs> crush you to the ground. <laughs> and smashes a witch into the ground and breaks the solid concrete blocks beneath her. And that's pretty cool. Let's see more of that. That was amazing. And the whole, like, teaching the Fremen how to do the voice thing as well and, Mm. like, use the deep intonation. Because I've always had this... Have you ever been somewhere that's so loud you think, I might die of this noise? Have you ever had that (laughs) brief thought? Because I have it way too often. (laughs) 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 And I think, if this goes any louder... Like, mm. maybe I'll just explode or something. Wow. And now, Where were now you? I've seen it happen. 
yeah. just at gigs and stuff. Right. Maybe I'm just yeah. quite sensitive. I'm just a no, sensitive yeah, I know what person. you mean by gigs, yeah. It's insane. Just like, or like you get this deep bass and you feel it in your head and you're like, my brain is yeah, literally... Yeah, can't be doing much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I have always wondered like whether a noise could kill. I think so. Loud yeah, enough. Me too. Yeah. My other key takeaway... Have you, have you done? Sorry. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Okay. No, no. I loved the whole his little sister thing. Yeah, that was good. His little sister turns up and she's like minuscule and she's <laughs> badass. But people are like, take this little abomination of a child and throw her into the storm. And she's like this little <laughs> blue eyed kid. But what's quite sweet about her as well is like in the remaining scenes when she stood next to him, she's clearly trying to suppress a laugh the whole way yeah. through. She's really biting her lip. It was really cute. It was good. I liked the um, the blue eyes. Like the eyes have gone like a hazy blue, but it's all animated over the eyes. I, I imagine that's probably painted eyes. on. Yeah, painted on the actual film because it, it really was. Because when they like were Disney saying, style, they didn't they? it their eyes are. Well, how do they describe it? Like a bluier blue or something. And mm. I was like, oh, how are you going to like find an actor that's got that? So, oh, you're. Oh, you're going to colour in that eyes. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't bad. The film wasn't great, but that wasn't bad. Did you, did you get lynched? Are we, are we on to that section? I think we're on, yeah. Wow. Uh, no. No, I didn't get lynched. No, I don't But think... how many money pennies are you giving it? How many money pennies are you going to give this movie? Money pennies. Yeah. What have I given so far? You gave a Razorhead 5 and Elephant Man 3. Elephant Man 3. It's going to be a 1. <laughs> it's going to have I'm... to be. Oh, I just added an extra thing. I'm giving it a, a 4. Oh. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like, I could have watched more. It It's sped by. I just... Okay. I felt... I found it so easy to watch. Sped it by. It's sped by. I'm not kidding. Um, and I was aware of that as well. I was like, oh, I bet I'm going to look at this. And actually, we're like 20 minutes in. It's like, it's nearly over. And I was like, wow. I'm, I, <laughs> the I second half of the movie, this. I just, when I watched the second half, I was just sat there with like my jaw open with what the hell was going on. They were just like surfing giant worms through deserts. and Yeah. Screaming and at like, people and flying, thrown into walls. And... and then they had these, like, grabber machines that had to lift the Fremen out of the desert, and then they couldn't get there on time, so they were like, come on, get onto our ship. And all these little people with, like, spicy faces <laughs> yeah. had to get onto the ship. It, the whole thing was... And, and, like, I like there was this great bit of explanation, the bit that I referred to earlier, where, like, um, Paul becomes, like, the leader, and he's, like, teaching them how to use the power of their mind and do shakras mm-hmm. or whatever it is they had to do. He's like, for two years they trained in this way, and Paul and Cheney's love grew deeper and deeper. And it's like, they literally had to just narrate the two <laughs> years having passed. <laughs> yeah. I like, didn't have the time to fit it in. I was like, get on you, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> we haven't... We haven't... <laughs> I appreciate the update. Thank you. Mm. Okay. I get it. Yeah. I don't know. I could not get into this movie. It's terrible. I, I'd watch it again. I would so watch I it again. So I did read somewhere that someone was saying that it was intentionally made dull, drab, slow, and un- at, for the first half an hour or something like that. 
for some reason, he, that's the direction he actually took in the movie. I don't know it where I read that. It's probably on um, You had a whole scene about the Baron having that weird plastic surgery with all of the boils on his it's face. It's before that. It's when like Paul was just sitting there at a computer explaining what planet was what. Okay. Yeah, that, that, but I, I, that was quite To himself, helpful. by the way. Yeah. This wasn't know, whispering. Was... This was him talking out loud. No, he explaining. was thinking. I think it he was out loud. Talking. No, no, it was his mind. Mm. It was because he was doing the, the quiet voice. This and is this Arrakis. Here. And next to Arrakis. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, I really liked it. There was no singing. No. Was no, there not? Sure. Probably not. No. I felt like they probably could have got away with a musical number in that movie. Maybe the Baron flying around and singing. See, but, no, right? It wouldn't so have been is... out of character. But this is what I liked about it. Like the whole flying baron thing, it could he could have broken into song and then it would have been a very different film. I think I wouldn't have enjoyed it. I liked that the flying thing was kind of because of the like the blood drinking and the boils, his hmm. flying was even more disgusting and made me feel a bit icky inside. If he'd broken into song, like like in Mary Poppins when they're all singing and they're all on the ceiling, like it wouldn't have, it would have been too silly. <laughs> it was, it was, it, it veered into like, it made me feel a bit repulsed. Yeah. And I quite like that feeling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Creepy, silent dude. I mean, I, I want to say Sting. Yeah, totally. He didn't say a lot. If anything, I can't remember him actually spoke. He just grinned a lot, didn't he? I think he said something when they were having the fight at the end. Mm. Yeah, he's well up there. Okay, do we need to put he's them no in man order? In the moon. No, but I think he's better than John Merrick because yeah. John Merrick talked a lot. Yeah, yeah. He said way too much. <laughs> Food references, the bug in a vape, which is better than porridge, but not as good as tiny bloody gravy chicken. That might stay at the top, that tiny bloody gravy chicken. I think it might well do. Okay, best line. Have you got anything? I, I captured something. Um, No, I haven't. So when he was teaching them how to, um, I don't know, teaching the Fremen how to fight or how to destroy things, the concept mm. of what they were doing was was called the weirding. Okay. And then later when he says, this is part of the weirding way that we will teach you. Okay. So That's I quite like that. Okay. Did also like the abomination stuff, but. The abomination stuff? Well, just calling that the, the little girl an abomination all the time. At the oh, end. okay. Gotcha. This is part of the weirding way that we shall teach you. But, yeah, it's not as good as, so, what do you know? <laughs> no. Or Mother's Head, Killing the Night Porter. Okay, let's check our checklist. So, no Chevron carpets, bless you. Sir, thank you. No Seinfeld references. No, <laughs> not yet. No, Maybe. No soup. No, no soup. locked out. Kicked no. out, but not locked out. Yeah. 
no barren plants or trees. I mean, the desert was pretty barren, but no it didn't trees, have plants uh... or trees to be barren. No. No doppelgangers and no model villages. I feel like all these things we listed to spot may have only been in the first movie or something. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> doppelganger will become a thing again. Yeah, sure yeah, of, of course, yeah. yeah Being locked out will. Right. Okay. Oh, a question for Spooky Girl. <laughs> um, I hadn't thought of anything. I hadn't prepared anything. And you didn't talk enough for me to take a moment and zone <laughs> out and think. Um, while I'm just I, thinking on that. I can do the plot again if you want. <laughs> do you want to do an update on last week's competition? Do you want to just like put out there the names <laughs> of the people that hashtagged us? Well, there was Bill. Yeah. Yep. Anyone and then there's um, one other guy who <laughs> sent me a message on Instagram, but he didn't send these messages in English and I couldn't it didn't translate whatever it was or it didn't translate it correctly translate. it went in but it came up I can't remember what it came out with it came out with something that wasn't really a um a sentence did it have a hashtag in, no symbol in any of it no well, I don't know but I mean I, d- I have got this here oh you've got it already yeah. <laughs> you've got the prize <laughs> well so if that guy was trying to hashtag Elephant Man, send me another yeah. message. Because I sent him a message back, but he didn't reply. If, and let us know what, what part of the world you're in. And uh, we'll send it to you, man. As long as we're allowed to send glass vials of chemicals to different countries. Internationally. Yeah. Otherwise, Bill, hang on in Otherwise, there, right? Getting... You're still in with a chance. <laughs> yeah okay so my question is mm. spooky girl what country is that guy trying to hashtag elephant man in <laughs> yeah. yeah all right so next week it's blue velvet yeah do you know what that's about um i know it's fucked up so i'm looking forward to this i don't know of it i know there's a couple of messed up scenes in it isn't it like a really messy love story um is it (laughs) um (laughs) all right okay let me read you out the um the synopsis ready yeah Okay, maybe, yeah. I mean, if this is a messy love story, then it's very messy. Okay. The discovery of a severed human ear found in a field leads a young man on an investigation related to a beautiful, mysterious nightclub singer and a group of psychopathic criminals who have kidnapped her child. Hmm. See? Okay. Pretty fucked up love story. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's It's got the guy from Quantum Sleep in it again. Oh, yeah. Alf and Quantum's Leap. Not many others. It's got Agent Cooper in it again. Don't know who she is. Okay. Dennis Hopper. Yep. Lord Dern. Isabella Rossellini, obviously. Oh, it's got Jack Jack Nance in it again. He was a Razorhead. When you say Rossellini, obviously... Is that because she's, she's in other stuff? Well, she's a 
she is famously in this and is a, a very famous, beautiful Italian actress. Okay. I can tell you what else she's in. No, I'm just having a look. It's not a lot I've seen, to be honest. Is there one other thing that I've seen that she's in? You know, she's a... No. She's a big deal, man. She's a big deal. Cool. Right. Yeah, sure. I'm glad I wore this hat all the way through this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't know, like how we ended up making Bond cocktails. Do you think we should do some Lynch recipes at some point? Well, like crush insects. Crush bugs and tiny bloody chicken gravy. Okay, sure. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. I'll see Short you off sweet, the blue velvet. Yeah. Yep. All right. Speak to you soon. All right, mate. Catch you later. Bye. Bye. by following us on social media. We are on Twitter, at Bonds wearing a wig and Instagram. We are 40-year-old Bond virgins. If you want to get in contact, you can get us there or email us at 40yobc at gmail.com. So hit me up one time. Girls out, yo.